Welcome to The Everyday Salon, a podcast about the everyday challenges, triumphs, and best practices of growing a successful salon business. And speaking of challenges, your host Brandon Hensley and his wife Janet have seen their fair share as they own and operate the multi-location tangerine salons in Dallas, Texas. Be sure to subscribe as each episode explores topics designed to inspire creativity and educate on best practices for a thriving business. We are excited that you've joined us, so let's get started with today's podcast. Take it away, Brandon. Hello, and welcome back to the Everyday Salon Podcast. Today we have a special guest. We have Miss Sierra Starnes. Hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> and this is Lauren. Brandon's not with us today. And today we're going to talk a little bit about hiring, which has been a controversial topic, I would say, the past 90 days at least. But post-COVID, it was a different narrative than previously before. And Sierra really plays a right-hand role in hiring because she does an awful lot of work with our guest services. So, Sierra, how long have you worked with Tangerine? Oh, my goodness. It's been seven years now, going on eight. Seven years? Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. You were such a baby when you started. Literally. So I was going to school at UNT, Mm -hmm. um, and this was my part-time gig as front desk at our Highland Village location. And so I didn't really think too, too much about really where my career was going to evolve to post-graduation, and I mean... I had a little small injury with my knee that happened and I really didn't know what I was going to do. But Tangerine was there for me, honestly, in that moment. And I think it was like two weeks that I spent recovering back home and you, Lauren, came (laughs) to me and we're like, hey, we, Brandon has an opportunity at our island location. And so what do you think about it? We can kind of train you up into a leadership role and maybe look at management out there. And so I went into that. Had which no is, idea. Which is how we like to do our managers. We like for anybody in our salon to have a really universal understanding of how it's run. So we very rarely bring an outside person in to be in a leadership position because we just know how much you have to understand, not even just about the industry, but kind of about us and how we function and like what motivates us and sparks our creativity. And, you know, Sierra fit right into that. But her injury, she had torn her ACL. While you were doing what? Uh, auditioning for a local dance team. Oh, local dance team. Yeah, we'll just one of those name. sparkly local dance teams. But I remember we, um, our guest service staff actually stands behind the front desk. And we had to get a stool to accommodate yes. Sierra's little yes. knee and prop her up. But she recovered quickly. And it was one of those times where you could see that there was a sense of ownership, you know, in your role and that you wanted more and you didn't really have that direction. And so we could see that we could give that to you if it was something you were open to. And I remember Alan was not your chosen location. No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, I was like, okay, I graduated Dallas is yes. where I want to be. She wanted right? to be uptown yeah. with her friends in that cool apartment. And I think you did that anyway. Yes. And you just commuted. <laughs> um, but it was cool because she got that learning opportunity in a smaller salon. Our mm-hmm. Allen salon has about 12 stations and Dallas is 17. So slightly different sizes um, and just totally I will different never shopping centers. I will never, ever forget in my meeting with Brandon expressing like, I really, really want to be over Dallas. And he was like, well, that's not an option right now because we have somebody in that position. And he's like, but, you know, if she were to move away, 
get married. Who who knows? You know, maybe it comes available down the line. And quite literally, yeah. I think it was like she moved away and got married. Yes, yeah. like <laughs> nine months later, that's exactly what happened. And I was like, yay, this is my chance. Our typical turnover narrative is they move away and get married. Yeah. That's like nine times out of ten. That's the reason people leave the salon. But. Um, it's important to us to create opportunity for those that want it. And then like trying to identify that in people is a challenge because we've given it to people that didn't actually want that yeah. or maybe showed or thought that it was going to be something that it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like know. they think that all of a sudden the leadership, they're like, I get to like sit on a pillow all day and eat bonbons <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> running around. And it's quite literally the opposite of that. So, you know, having those people that are willing to answer the phone on Saturday morning, step in if the key holder isn't coming in to unlock the door. They're rare, but they do exist. So, you know, identifying that on your team. And so now, um, you know, in COVID, we were really lucky that a lot of our team returned back. Pretty much everybody that had been here beforehand and then almost an overflow because colleges didn't return back. So they could be virtual in college. And then, you know, maybe they live. I mean, we had a girl that literally goes to school in New York City and they didn't bring them back. And so she's like, well, cool. I can just like go to school online and work for the salon until they, you know, I go back in person. So we had plenty of coverage until June of 2021. And then what happened, Sierra? <laughs> it was crickets. It was a crickets. <laughs> Couldn't get an application in. No. What is going on? And we had all these really long-term employees that lives were just changing. They were graduating from school. They were going back to college. They were just like, it was, what are they calling it? The great resignation where everybody's <laughs> just like looking for that next chapter of their lives, which we encourage too. You know, we know we're not the final stop for a majority of the people that are on our team, especially in a position like guest services. Right. And so they're finding that next stop and it just felt kind of like it all happened at the same time. And at one point in time, our Dallas location had zero yeah, guest service zero. employees. Well, there was one, one full time, but she had just started. Literally, had just started. <laughs> And I remember having to sit her down and just be like, look, uh-huh. I promise you we are gonna we're going to find you this. some help, girl. I promise. <laughs> we're not going to be the solo show, but we literally had to pull from, I think, every other location during that time just to, to cover it through I think a month. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I would say good six weeks until, you know, the people that you had hired were trained enough. So to back up a little bit, when we weren't getting applications and the way I do applications is we basically leave all of our jobs open all the time. And what I'll do is I'll just customize the location we're looking for, maybe the hours we're looking for, but I very rarely like close a guest service position. It's always good just to get resumes. You never know when a shining star is going to apply that worked at a cool salon in a different area or just has that experience you're looking for. Um, So we're always taking applications and I would recommend always doing that because you never know when people are just going to walk out at a location (laughs) and you'll need to just call somebody in the next day. So we made sure to make sure all of those job opportunities were posted, updated, had the language that we wanted. We needed to make sure our salary was more transparent. That was a really big deal this summer where in years past, maybe somebody would come in and have that interview and salary would be a small portion of your conversation. Now it's like the second question they yeah, ask. You're competing with like every other every business, single <laughs> business, and you're like they they have it posted, you know, mm-hmm. everywhere what they're what they're paying and compensating in that way. So. And I was getting more responses from emails like, "Hi, I'd love to interview you." Okay, what do you pay before I like take the time <laughs> to interview? I mean, that was their first thing. So definitely a ballpark we had not laid out before. Um, and how we met that challenge was doing all the changes we can and being as transparent as possible in the job application so that we weren't getting applicants for something and they come in and, oh, this isn't the job for me. And we had a very good learning experience at our Dallas location. We had hired a woman 
probably in her early, early forties. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, the position standing, like we mentioned earlier, and she did not realize that. But she had worked a position where she was mostly sedentary doing lashes. And so, right. What, but wanted a change. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like, this is perfect, but maybe didn't quite realize no. exactly how much standing exactly unpacking in order what, what that would be like on the body. Yes. Um, and was just like, no, no, too much. Like oh, two shifts in, she was like, this is way too physical. Your um, job description should say more that it's more physical. And so we made sure, even though it was in there, we bolted it a little bit, added that extra bullet point because we don't, we're not here to trick people into taking right. a job they're going to work at for three weeks. You know, we really want people to commit, want to grow, have an expectation of what they're coming in for. And now more than ever, I think it's like super important to like, have that in black and white and even just have a moment of like hey why don't you hang out for a couple hours yes come into the location and that's something different about tangerine we have a corporate office so a lot of the hiring takes place before they've ever walked into one of the salon locations they'll come and they'll meet with me they'll meet with sierra they'll meet with brandon at a you know neutral party location and they're not seeing how busy the salons can be or that they are standing or that dallas is two stories where there's stairs involved so it's it's important for them to get that um feel of the salon and there used to be more time for those experiences so the other change we made was we did a lot of virtual interviews which sometimes i'll do a phone interview before i meet the person but it's never been i'll hire them from the phone interview and this was truly like yeah sure you're hired like i've met you for seven and a half minutes over a zoom call i think you'll be great for this job you know and that was where we were at and we needed to do as many interviews in the day with people that live all over the metroplex and so it was just easier to do it um virtually what i use for that is google meet it was the easiest because i have a gmail account you can set up google meets for free um once it's on your calendar it actually sends you both the link so you just click that link and it launches it you could do it from a phone a computer and it made it really seamless um, and professional. It works well. It works in the low connection, which is nice. You don't have to download Zoom like a Zoom app does or Microsoft Teams. So it's been, it was kind of a lifesaver this summer. The other big change we made was we started using our team to recruit more team members. (laughs) (laughs) We we found a shining star out of that situation. We did. We just kind of told the stylist like, hey, we're understaffed. People aren't applying to work here. So if you know of anybody and at our Dallas location, um, one of our stylists named John was like, I have a friend named John that wants a job. Can he come work here? And I think my response was like, yeah, but can he start tomorrow? Literally today. And John was like, yeah, I think he can. And he came in and he's just been amazing. He really has stepped up to it. He learned super quickly when he needed to. And he's been very available for us. And so you never know where you're going to get that applicant. There were some definite diamonds out of the rough situation. Yes, absolutely. And and now I think it's like stabilized a little bit. I get better mm-hmm. applications. I don't feel like we have to like rush to hire a bunch of people right now. No. Yeah. Have you noticed any changes with like schedule, availability, that sort of thing? <laughs> She's like, yeah, of course I have. I was like, what am I about to get into? Right well, now? I think a big thing after COVID that maybe it existed beforehand and I just was, I'm more sensitive to it now, but people tend to be less available post COVID. And that goes for our stylist to the guest services, to the apprentices. I mean, before it was like, this is your schedule and they'd come in and be fine. And after that hiatus where we were home so much, we were with our families, we really started enjoying our house. It was our safe haven. It's been scary to just like be open, available any hours you want, because you don't know when you're going to get that 
R&R time at your house anymore and you really enjoyed it. So it's been a struggle for the stylist, 100%, but guest services too. They just, it's much more limited. They want a lot of structure. Our positions have not always been black and white structure. This is your schedule that you work every single week. You know, we do shift work. One day you could be opening, the next week you're closing that same day. So that's something that I think has really changed Just people want to see a little more structure in their schedules. I will never forget the new hire that we had that started. And we went through orientation. She was going to be going on vacation that weekend and starting her first shift the following Monday. And so Monday morning rolls around. We get in there and we start opening. She's nowhere to be found. We shoot her a message. She doesn't reply to like midday after lunch probably. And it's like, you know, thank you so much for this opportunity. I actually got engaged over the weekend. And we, me and my fiance are taking a spontaneous trip to California, to Napa. So we'll have a glass of wine for you. And maybe I do want to just go ahead and work for myself. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. We're like, what? I took one shift one week and she's like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to like go drink wine in Napa for the rest of my life. And like, must like same girl, like take us with you. It's just not realistic. But we did go through a quite a struggle with a lot of candidates that just, you know, maybe they came into it thinking it was one thing and it was a complete difference. So for the options, maybe they just had so many. Yeah. And and that was a thing too. They would take a position with us and then they would get offered a position they had interviewed for right before Mm -hmm. us and then be like, actually, I want to take that opportunity. And it was very um, transitional. It felt like a really transitional time. I'm hoping it doesn't go through the holiday season. I've seen such a change. And what I've seen a big change for was because we lost so many long-term employees this summer is we've been able to find some real superstars that maybe were shadowed a little bit by people that had just been here longer and you couldn't always promote people from under. And so it's been an opportunity for um, some of the younger girls to take on more responsibility. And I think they've just done a rock star job. They absolutely have definitely taken ownership over those responsibilities. Yeah. They're excited. And honestly, anybody under the age of 26, you can pretty much pile like any amount of eggs on their basket as possible and they will figure out the best way to carry them where not a single one drops. It's been kind of amazing to watch, but we have one girl in Capel that she can drive from one location and do one task to the other location and do that task. And all the meanwhile, she's like answering text messages from the clients. I mean, she can multitask like nobody I've ever seen. And all the tasks are fairly challenging in their own and she just owns them. And when she needs help, she'll like tap you in. So it's been kind of fun to watch how younger people really handle problem solving. And that's truly one of the amazing things about Tangerine is you can just go in and say, you know, you have these tasks, but there's always that level of support if you need it. Yes. But there's not somebody sitting there just like hovering over you (laughs) to make sure the tasks get done. You can really like use your creativity and uh, strengths to make sure that everything gets done in a priority. Definitely. And we have a pretty small leadership team for how big of a company we are so we're at 165 this week which I think is crazy whoa yeah but we only have like seven people I would say in leadership Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that that you know dynamic isn't always there but we all tap each other in when we need the help if somebody's off um on a vacation on a sick day something like that you know they'll finish your order they'll send that email they'll answer the upset guests you know we we really try to balance each other out so that not every one person feels all the pressure. Communication is huge and all that. And we use a group chat for that. And that really helps between the locations. Plus you can scroll back up in a group chat and like, Oh yeah, what did we say we were supposed to do there? Um, we've really started to use Google docs. That's been a great way to communicate. You can write a document, somebody else can edit it. You can go and track those edits. 
Um, so you don't always have to be in a room together meeting about a specific topic. Somebody can kind of start the conversation and then somebody can finish it up. That's been a really great way to do numbers between locations yeah. too is through Google Docs. Yeah, so lots of fun challenging things post-COVID. I'm kind of hoping that 2022 is a boring year. I ho- I don't think I'm alone it in never, hoping. It's never boring. It's never boring here. I just hope that it's not overly complicated by um, environmental. Yeah, you know, there's, there's like, always a challenge or obstacle to overcome, but we, we find the best way to navigate it. I mean, these, yeah, this past few years. In fact, um, funny story, the mar- our marketing assistant, Shay, she's been on here several times before, um, a stylist had brought up that we did a gratitude calendar oh, yeah. last Christmas. And me and Shay swore that was two years ago. No. I'm like, that was so long ago. How do you remember that? Oh my gosh, you remember? It was like not even a year ago. It feels like we live in a different universe than we did in Christmas of 2020. And so we want to do that again, obviously. And hopefully it sticks in our brains as it happened more recently. But little things like that um, have just been so washed over by yeah. just so many events out of our control. So yes, hopefully all the fun things we'll be doing in 2021 holiday will transition us into a smoother 2022 um, and no crazy things that happen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fun times. But anywho, we want to start doing maybe a little bit more of a front desk series and talking a little bit more about what goes into guest services and just building a strong team. Some of the culture things that we do and just like recognizing talent and what that looks like and how to hopefully motivate those people that have that talent to use it for good. Yeah. yeah. If it's something you're interested in, like, please comment, let us know. We'd love to hear more. Yeah. I'm super excited to have been invited on today. I think at one point, Brandon brought up the idea of like, oh, let's have Sierra on because she had COVID and let's talk (laughs) about that. Then we realized like, maybe we should be in the the same room. Back, Back in, in the, the past, past where like you didn't know anybody yes. that had COVID and now like you don't know anybody that hasn't had COVID. Yes. Um, I'm one of the unicorns that has not had COVID mm-hmm. yet. I'm like not diagnosed at least COVID. <laughs> Maybe I've had it and just like gotten away with it. But um, yeah. So Sierra, since it's your first time on, have you ever liked and commented on or um, liked and reviewed our podcast? You never gave us like a five star. <gasps> That is, unf- she's like over oh. here, like cutthroat. Like I've never done that. Okay, I, I haven't. I so you, me. everybody listening, along with Sierra, mm-hmm. we're gonna do <laughs> to it go. together. I'm do pull it together up my phone now. <laughs> Follow us on at Tangerine Salon Pro um, for links to podcast announcements when they come out. But if you go and you follow our podcast, you can also give us a five star review on Apple or Spotify or however you get your podcast. So please do that because it helps us out, and we love seeing our listeners grow each week, and we'd love to hear from you guys. And so Instagram's a great way to communicate. Thanks for listening. We are so happy that you joined us for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Check out the show notes, links, and more at theeverydaysalon.com. We can't wait to chat with you again next time on The Everyday Salon.